Hello, welcome to Football Nation. Um, how are we doing? We're doing all right, mate. We're doing all right. How are you, Uncle Bidan? I'm good. I've been watching uh, the Under-21 Championships, and I have to say, I'm very impressed with England. It's nil-nil at the moment. Um, Was, wasn't there a penalty save? Yeah, your your man, your former man, Moussa Dembele, um, had a penalty save by MUFC goalkeeper Dean Henderson. Yes. And yeah. he also had another really good chance. He went one-on-one with uh, Dino Henderson and Henderson palmed it away. Though the shot was straight at him. Uh, and the other end, Demarai, Demarai, Demara Sugar uh, kept on missed, like uh, Demarai Gray um, missed like two or three decent chances and Solanke's missed a couple. We've basically been on top and we are, we've got that good blend of directness but good technical skills. And I do think that that Chowdhury lad is going to be a very good player. He's a star of the future, that one. I think a kind of just a patroller of the, you know, in front of the back four, winning balls back, strong in the tackle, can distribute it, pass it off, lets the others, you can let others do the work, uh, others, you know, do the creative work, but can also uh, play a a decent pass himself. He's like a sort of slightly more mobile version of Matic. So he's... Who's, uh, uh, Who's got the rights to this? What platform are we watching this on? The platform is Sky Sports, uh, Channel yeah. 403. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been impressed with England. I think, you know, it, there is, you know, the, the plan seems to be working, if you get what I mean, in terms of you can tell that the work that has been done throughout uh, the youth levels of the well, past. Southgate, isn't it? A.D. Boothwood, Southgate. Yeah, well, obviously, to, you know, obviously, uh, but continuing the great work done by Howard Wilkinson, Back in the ah, yes, course, yeah. Sergeant Wilco, um, still the last uh, Englishman to win the Premier League, isn't he? Manager. Yes, correct, correct. So, and, uh, um, what was I going to say on that? Actually, um, it's not often we can say we have like a conveyor belt of players that you know you, you can yeah. maybe the next three tournaments. The, every position could be filled. You know, with positivity, should we say, rather than successfully? Yeah, I think that there's there's a lot of good talent in this under twenty one. But in fairness, we always have produced decent under twenty ones. And when I say produce decent under twenty ones, our under twenty one teams do tend to be full of Premier League regulars, and that's always been the case. But these guys just tend to play it about a bit better. Like the yeah. ball tends to stay on the floor a lot more. They tend to play out from the back, go through central midfield whenever possible. And, uh, you know, I, I do think England do need to... I mean, I do like... Uh, we had this discussion, obviously, when we were talking about uh, England after the uh, Nations League. Uh, I would like to see, uh, you know, a dual sort of tactic of using full-backs as well. But having said that, I'm just watching, I'm just watching it now and Chowdhury trying to spread it wide and... Uh, and he gave the ball away. It, 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 it gives us hope, and it gives me hope, the fact that I've attempted to spend £7,000 on the uh, Euro 2020 tickets. So, look, we've got, a lot to, we've got a lot to discuss, and in theory, we've only got a minute and a half, but let's see where, let's see where we get to. So, um, obviously, have you seen Gary Monk's been sacked by Birmingham City? Yeah, and uh, what was even Just worse? so random. Like, he achieved so much for the last season. What was even worse was the BBC put a picture... Of the kid, I think it was BBC that did it. The kid from This Is England, as uh, 
You're kidding. No. <laughs> Get somebody out. did. I think it might have even been the BBC. It was someone reputable. And then somebody responded saying, hold on, isn't this the kid from This Is England? But, um, yeah, to be honest with you, I have no idea what Birmingham were up to. I know that they, they were a bit topsy-turvy, weren't they? Like, they were down at the bottom near, with Bolton. They got, they got, they? Yeah, they got an eight-point, I think it was an eight-point deduction last season. And at the time, there's probably maybe 16, 16, 15, 16 games left. And Bolton fans are like, oh, that technically might draw another team into it. You know, obviously, whatever happened, happened. But they they finished something like 13 points above the drop zone. And they still sacked him. And, you know, look, he's, he's better than Birmingham. I think Birmingham are a club who are desperate for stability after, you know, numerous dodgy owners and questionable owners, owners, I should say. Um, and, you know, look, they're, they're in the shadow of everyone else at the moment, aren't they? Let's be honest. West Bromwich has got Slavon Bilic. They've still got parachute money. Aston Villa, obviously, have gone up. Wolves have gone up. Uh, you know, they've... <laughs> For Midlands clubs, and I know we often have the discussion around the north and south divide when it comes to football, and the Midlands generally doesn't get mentioned. But you know, you got Wolves and you got Villa absolutely flying. The Midlands, uh, I, 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 I love the Midlands. Three European Cups there, you know, three times as many as London, and London's one European Cup came to courtesy of uh, oil money. So. <laughs> You know, a, a greater footballing region than London. Fact. Okay, fine. No, I welcome, I welcome that debate and I welcome that discussion. Uh, you know, any of our any of our followers on Twitter and so forth. So there's that. Obviously, uh, look, y- your man Matter signed a contract extension at Man United. My thoughts before you go into a four minute overdrive on it is, meh. Go on. Uh, I think that I can see the reasons for it. Somebody put something very cutting on Twitter, which is like the fact that we've offered matter an extension shows how badly the transfer window is going, uh, which I don't think yeah, is true. Yeah. I, I don't think that's true. I think what it is, is that... Um, do you know what I think it is? Just before you do carry on, forgive me. On. It, it's something... Look, the market hasn't moved at all. Unless it's um, Real Madrid, there isn't really anything to report. Let's not beat about the bush here. Uh, bit of Dortmund at the beginning of the uh, transfer window. But there's nothing to report. So the fact that there's always a spotlight Manchester United because they're one of the biggest clubs in the world, it is a headline that a player has signed a contract extension. So I think there's basically a bit of blurring of the lines. But I'd, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree with that sentiment. You're going to fight over Juan Bicassi or whatever he's bloody called. And apparently you're going to bid £70 million for Aubameyang. I'm seeing this. That's just not going to happen. I just can't see that Arsenal would never sell to us. Unless, unless Arsenal are in a state, because let's be honest, yeah, you're on hopefully. You're on par. You're fighting for that fourth, fifth spot as things currently stand. Yeah. And that, So what's the point in, oh, well, unless, of course, Edward Wood rocks out another 400, 500 grand away. The, the race for uh, third, four, a third and fourth is going to be tragic next year. You've got Chelsea with their transfer ban. Arsenal haven't signed anyone. United haven't signed anyone. Tottenham aren't probably going to spend any money for like the fifth season in a row. It's, it's just going to be everyone's just going to lose every other every other week. If you get what I mean. well, that provides fantastic opportunity for the likes of Wolves, you know, for the likes of Everton. Um, but you're right. Leicester, I, Leicestershire. I mean, look, Yes and no. Um, 
I don't know if Brendan will trip up on himself, should we say. Um, what, what, what are the other headlines? Who, who... Sorry, sorry. Um, you didn't let me finish on that. So sorry, yeah. Um, they say that we're lacking decent senior pros in um, at Manchester United and we need to keep him on board. There's rumours that there's an ambassador role in there or a coaching role in there once he decides to... He's only 31. Obviously, he, he's got the pace of a 41-year-old, but... He's, uh, you know, he, there, there's rumours of all of that and he's, and he's just worth uh, keeping around that he knows he's going to be on the bench. Um, but, 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 yeah. I think... Soft, it's a soft touch. What, what's the point in, what's the point in keeping someone, what's the I, point in offering him an ambassador role? I, look, it's point? just, it's just the way, that, it's just the way that we are. Look, you know, United just poorly run club, really bad, really tragic. And the fact that he's staying, right, and that we haven't signed one Bissaka puts pay to what would have been the headline in the summer, which would have been if one Bissaka came in and one Mata left, it would have been one in, one out. (laughs) (laughs) One one in, one out. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, look, United is just terribly run. Uh, Wood was penny pinching in the fee. Like you got told. It, you know, you don't go if if you go to the shops, right? And it says how much for that, how much for that kind oh, of pot, don't. and someone goes, it's a quid. You say, right, I'll offer you fifty p. Exactly. And if, I, and if I enjoy it, then I'll give you the other. I'll give you another twenty five. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he fancies himself as a bit of a Daniel Levy, right? And he's just not. He's not. No, no, no one compares. No Daniel one compares. Levy knows, like you know, Daniel Levy's got the master. He knows when he's got you by the short and curly. He's the ultimate chess player, uh, and it, for the last however long it's been, he's probably been there what eight years, I guess, maybe a bit longer. Who Woodward? No, no, no. Um, Daniel Levy. I'm, I'm sure. All right. Yeah, I don't know how long he's been. I thought he was there for like ten, fifteen years. Oh, but, okay. but whatever he's been, he has played transfer windows. Yeah. He's played them and he's played them incredibly well. It's just like Woodward's like kind of looked at him. He's like that kid at school that's gone, yeah, I can, I, I, I can be cool too and starts flashing it. But everyone's just kind of looking at him like, what are you doing? And like, until, of course, you get an actual director of football in. And well, did you, so the, the latest on that is apparently Fergie has recommended to United that we sign Steve Walsh, who obviously was the director of football at Leicester who discovered people <laughs> such, such as Vardy, Mares, Kante. Uh, Fantastic pedigree, hasn't he? Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, if he knows the English game, if he's got a network of scouts, because obviously the other player that United are meant to be in for now, so obviously we've got Juan Basaka, we know what we need to do, we just need to offer 50 up front, and I just think if we do that, just get it done, man, come on it's like, it's 12 days till pre-season, and Ollie said he wanted all the business done by pre-season, and, and obviously we've still got our stupid rule of ending the transfer window the week before the Premier League starts, which is just insane, so we need to get business done. So director of football, don't go after BSA Who's BSA? B- Oh wow, Phil Foden! My goodness, got he a scored an absolute worldie for England. Look at that live, live on football in five minutes. Good job we're doing extra time. You don't get this kind of stuff on True Geordie's show. They call him the Edgley Iniesta, right? And he basically <laughs> picked the ball up in. Oh mate, 
He is absolutely. Really? He's picked the ball up from the off. What? Jesus! What a finish! He's picked the ball up from the halfway line. There is one of those moments where you know that Maradona picture against Belgium. Yeah, where he's he got looks, where it looks like all the players around him, but in fact, it was a wall that broke down after he hit it with a free kick. Um, that goal is amazing. It is very, oh, very special. What did you say about Phil Foden before the um, European Championships? That the under twenty ones. What, what did, did you say? say? I'm sure. I'm sure you gave something like, "Are oh, they going to really, really big him up?" And he's not going to turn up. Is that what I said? I can't remember. I'm sure it was something provocative. Um, I'm almost adamant. No, no, no. What, what I said was, was that I said that he's being touted as England's the, the answer to all of England's problems. There you go. If he's just scored an absolute bimmer. In the under-21 European Championships, which don't mean anything. Just just enjoy it, yeah? I just, am enjoying it. I'm loving it, mate. I just, I, I absolutely lauded that goal to the hilt. I compared him to Maradona. Like, what more do you want me to do? And I called him the Edgley and the Esther. All right, I'll take it all back. Well played. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll he's have a look. Zach, he's the Zach Clough. He's the Edgley Zach Clough. <laughs> oh, dang, that poor lad. What a footballer, Castor on side. Um, right, let's say, obviously, I don't know if you're about tomorrow. I've got a business meeting between 8 and 10. Um, but I'm no doubt you'll be watching the um, Women's World Cup because it's England on, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going out there again. So I shall be getting the Eurostar. Uh, bright and early in the morning, and good. Um, huh? good. Yeah, so obviously, um, as you know, so you know, I'll, I'll I'll provide a link to the Patreon or to my uh, just giving uh, page because obviously, you know, I'm doing a very, I'm, I'm representing various charities. So obviously, you know, I've got my uh, the trans rights charity LGBTQ. Um, we've got Save the Reef Climate Change uh, a sort of um, initiative, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm also representing a, few, a mental health charity, body positivity charity, um, and uh, yeah, so that, that, as well as other things. So um, if people want to give, then they can. Good. Right, look, we're coming up to 15 minutes. What's the next? Uh, the next topic. It's, it's going to be transfers. It's going to be Women's World Cup. It's going to be got- uh, Michelle Platini. Oh, <laughs> my God. So let, let me tell you something, right? So I, I've got a friend who's a bit of um, I don't know. He, he, I, I suppose he sees the way, he sees the world in a certain way, right? And he thinks that... Um, uh, well, he's a bit of a conspiracy theorist. He's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he thinks that it's just he, he thinks. What happened to know this person? No, no, right, okay. Because yeah. we, 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 he thinks it's Islamophobia that they don't they want to strip the World Cup from Qatar. And I was, and, and no matter how much you say to him, he's just he, he then he then engages in whataboutery. So you say, um, you know, oh, stick it in another Muslim country. Sorry. So put it in another Muslim country. I, 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 said, I said Morocco. I said I said Morocco, Egypt, Tunisia, Turkey. Go for it. Do you know what I mean? Um, but he, he's sort of saying that, and he and he's just engaging in the water barge. He's saying, "Oh, you say it's corruption. Everyone's corrupt. Oh, he's talking about the weather. Mexico uh, and America's going to be just as hot. Oh, you're talking about you, you know." And he's he's just sort of engaging about in water boutery, Really, I think that we were all surprised, obviously, when Qatar. Got the got the World Cup and no one did any due diligence beforehand. It was five years after they got given the World Cup that someone said, "Right, we're going to have to play this in the winter." 
which is ridiculous. And yeah, some the main phrase that my friend was using was Eurocentrism, just saying that you know, oh, lovely. And uh, and also like he was he also brought the uh, LGBTQ um, protests uh, education protest in Birmingham into it as well, saying that's a a prime example of how secularism and eurocentrism uh, dictates everyone's thinking i think i think what gets it for me i read, I read a kind of a brief overview when it kind of the news broke this afternoon that he'd been arrested was he was invited to a meeting oh, with... oh he's we got two nil two nil really? oh, and as usual my satellite signal just cuts out so i can't tell you who scored but oh. the guy almost missed as well so basically we got in behind Ball was fizzed across the six-yard box from the um, from out near the corner flag. Uh, well, from from the out near the corner flag to the edge of the six-yard box. The guy had the whole goal to aim at, and he tapped it in right underneath the goalkeeper's hand. I think it's Demarai Gray. No, it's Ryan Sessegnon. It's Ryan Sessegnon. Oh, it's been ruled out. Uh, anyway, get get you on um Gillette Soccer Saturday. Yeah, uh, look, this is what annoys me is that these these bloody. Like you can tell someone's offside, right? Not I couldn't tell there, obviously, but someone's offside, right? And then the flag just doesn't go up, and then you know, because that's what they've been instructed to do, haven't they? They're they're keeping the flags down and then ruling out goals with VAR. What's the point? I know Juan Bissaka almost got a great tackle there from Juan Bissaka. My point was, Sarkozy invited Michel Platini to a lunch in Paris when um, some Qatar bigwig was in town. Yeah. And he basically said, Michel, come on, just agree to do X, Y and Z. And it will sort everyone out. It means the French economy will have a boost because they'll do a trading deal with Qatar. And it means Qatar gets a World Cup. A trading deal. What was yeah, so, so, so basically, Nicolas Sarkozy invited Michel Platini along to say, "Look, Michel's on board. Whatever you need, let's sign up this trading deal, and you never know, you might get a World Cup." And that's supposedly what happened. So it's all to do with just kind of international trade and politics, anyway. But hold, hold on, sorry. Um, right, okay. So oh. Sarko- Sarkozy was having lunch right. with a uh, diplomat. Yeah. He said to Michel Platini, come along and basically promise him something that's too good to be true. Right. So then the trading deal gets signed and in return, Qatar gets the World Cup. Well, obviously, as someone who's, done, who's been around trading deals his entire career, what, what do you make of it? Oh, it, it 100% happened. What's, what's annoying is the fact that nothing will happen off the back of the arrests. Nothing will happen. Sarkozy and Michel Platini are completely untouchable. And what's, what's, do you know what really fucks me off? Is the fact that we got done by FIFA because we gave some watches as gifts as part of our bid, and that was deemed bribery. We spent something like twenty grand on watches, and that's bribery. It's just, it's just, it's just messed up. Like at the end of the day, Qatar should uh, should be giving a, the point in football is it can be played anywhere by bloody anyone, irrespective of race, creed, religion, or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, gender. Forgive, for, forgive me, and. A World Cup should happen in Qatar. Of course it should. But only if it's only if it's possible for them to play in something that resembles normal. Oh, my God. I think we've given away a penalty. Oh, my God. That's a horrendous challenge by Hamza Chowdhury. Is it? Absolutely horrendous. It's just so bad. The guy's in proper pain. 
Oh my god. That's just horrendous from Chowdhury there. Sorry, yeah, go on. No, so, so, so that's it. We just give 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 Qatar a World Cup. Uh, if they can uh, control the temperature of the stadium so that all the players are playing in 30-degree heat, then fine. But I think even like today in Doha, it was 44 degrees or something I saw on the news this morning. So it's going to be 20... It's going to be... Sorry, it's going to be 70 degrees there in the winter. That's Fahrenheit, is it? I'm, yeah. I'm also, yeah. Right. I only deal with Celsius, but yeah, fine. Um, what's that in? What's that in real money then? Uh, oh, fine. mate. So uh, update, update. Uh, Hamza Chaudhry initially got a booking. The ref went to VAR and it sent him off. It was, oh, it was, it was horrendous. It was horrendous. Is it, um, is it? The lads all right though. Yeah, he's not badly injured. Uh, he's still on the floor getting treatment. Is it a professional foul or is it an aggressive foul, which is worse than a professional foul? So basically what happened was, was that the guy is coming in off the flank on his... He, he's looking to come inside and curl it and he's yeah. taken the touch to come inside and, and Chowdhury's just come in. Uh, both... He, he, he's like... He's bent his legs, right? Oh. So. Oh. But he's so, but he's just come in with like a running bomb type thing. Was it like? Was it like? The, was it the Van Dyke one in the Champions League? And he no. like, do you not remember? Van Dyke went down someone's leg. No, no, no. It's, it's not like that. Oh, the guy's being stretched off now. Oh no. So it's it's taking a while. But uh, so this France are going to get their second penalty of the game. And uh, let's see if Hend. I don't think. Oh, well, Dembele's the player that got in. No, he no, he didn't actually. Someone else got injured, but. But yeah, sorry. So Qatar, look. So Qatar, um, if if Platini's found guilty, uh, then it people... it's moot. It's it's a token gesture. Don't matter. So no no chance of England getting the World Cup at the last minute, twenty twenty two. Oh well. Well, anyway, to be honest, we've got both semis in the final of Euro twenty twenty. So no, that starts until what fifteen years time. But look, America got like I've had two World Cups since we've had one, uh, which is I don't get that. To be honest with you, that's just not very fair, is it? No, but we live in a world of well of inequality. There you go. Right, let's wrap things up. I've got jobs to do. Okay. Well, we didn't. One thing we didn't do is go through Crunter FC explaining to <sighs> the oh, viewers goodness. about that. Well, that that deserves its own podcast, really. I wouldn't want to dilute that with any other chat. So just before this penalty, Frenchman steps up and he's missed it again. You're kidding. Is that another penalty? Sorry to stop the clock for some reason. He's missed. They've missed another penalty. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Right, I'm going to get on this now. Uh, In a bit. Oh, you're not. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. The reason the play got stopped, right? Yeah. Because the guy hit the post. And then he touched it again. So um, you can't do that. Right. All right. Laters. Laters. Cheers, peoples. Bye-bye.